You're listening to Reading Glasses, a show about book culture and literary life designed to help you read better. I'm author and book devourer Mallory O'Mara. And I'm Bria Grant, filmmaker and e-reader. This episode is our 2023 holiday gift guide. We've got gift books. We've got bookish gifts. We have all the things for all the people in your life. But first, Bria, what are you reading? I just read a really great graphic novel called The Night Eaters, Volume 1, She Whoa. Eats the Night. I i don't know what any of this is, but uh, I'm in for it. written by Marjorie M. Liu and illustrated by Sana Takeda. It came out last year. It's great, Mallory. You'd really like this, yeah. actually. And I would lend it to you if I hadn't borrowed it from somebody else, um, <laughs> which I am going to return it just so everyone... Oh my God, I can't. Later on, in a few episodes, we're going to get our feedback about being a book thief. And there is a lot People of have it. opinions. Um, so many, so many gentle accident, or what do we call them? Gentle thieves? Yeah. A lot of gentle accident, thieves out there. Thieving. This is, okay, so there's these twins. They are Chinese American and they have this mother who has not been very close to them, has been really tough on them their whole lives. And she and her husband moved and their dad, I guess, her husband, moved from Hong Kong. And they live in this sort of cul-de-sac. And in the cul-de-sac, there is this house next door that has been destroyed, overrun. Uh, like, I think a murder happened there. Like, some horrible things happened Ooh, there. I'm, I'm, and, and now you're in. My little antenna totally just in. came up out of the back of my head. And then things are revealed about the mother through this house. And then, because they, they're going to fix it up and they're going to make it better. The explanation on Goodreads actually doesn't tell you that much. It's mostly about the kids. And I think there's a second book and it's about the kids. But this one is more about the mom. And she was like a stunt woman in Hong Kong. And she has this like really interesting life. But she's never been able to relate to these kids very well. And you find out why. Ooh. It's great. I really loved it. It's uh, it's really beautiful art. It's The art is... um kind of ethereal and colorful in like a really great way. I well, really isn't like this it. the person who did the art for Monstrous? Oh, if it is, that makes sense. I think so. It does so. look like that a little bit. Hold on. We have computers. Yes, you're correct. It is the person who did the, yeah. Good job, Sonic Takeda. That is fantastic. Yeah. What are you reading? So I was going to talk about a book that was in our one of our most anticipated books episodes that is for our lovely Maximum Fun members. And then I realized that it's book two in a series and I had to, now I'm going to get the first one. But it's one of those, I've been noticing that a lot of publishers have been putting out multiple books in a series in a year. Yeah. So the first book in the series came out in July and the second one is about to come out in December. Oh and I God. have an arc for the second one. So now I have to go buy the first one. Whoa. But this is a series that I think is going to excite a lot of glassers okay. it is the monster hunter mysteries so it's kind of like almost like combine a cozy mystery with a monster thriller okay the main character in the series is a bookstore owner slash cryptozoologist mm -hmm. and i was like i don't need any yeah else. great yeah that's great and the first one is all about she owns this bookstore called the odds and ends bookstore in wisconsin she's a like a cryptozoologist in her spare time and she finds out about all these bodies that are turning up on the shores of Lake Michigan with giant bites out of them. Ooh. So it's kind of like a Loch Ness Monster sort of champy from Lake Champlain. She's try trying to solve this thing and the one that I was going to talk about it's called oh, the first one is I should probably tell you people. You should tell me the title. It's A Death in Door County by Annalise Ryan and the mm -hmm. one that I was going to talk about which is the same character who is a bookstore owner slash cryptozoologist. Of course. It's called Death in the Dark Woods. It's all about a potential Bigfoot sighting. Ooh. So it's basically this series of this cozy bookstore owner slash cryptid hunter who goes all over the country solving cryptid-esque mysteries. And I was like, sign me the 
fuck up. Yeah. So are you reading the second one or the first one? I started the second one, but now I'm going to start the first one. You can't just jump in on your second one. I think second you one. can. Oh, you But I, I really wanted to read the first one because I was like, this sounds so up my alley. Yeah. So that's, and it comes out this year. So it's a 2023 release. Bria and I have officially entered our new release frenzy. Mine's a 2022. Mine is 2022. Oh, okay. Well, I have entered my new release friendly frenzy. So the first one in this series is A Death in Door County by Annalise Ryan. And mine is The Night Eaters, Volume 1, She Eats the Night by Marjorie M. Liu and illustrated by Sana Takeda. So we want to take a moment to share some listener feedback. Amanda wrote in, Dear Reading Goddesses, I have a library tip, tentative slide whistle, which may or may not be hot, but I had to share. I don't always want to read library books. If a book is physical, I want to dog ear it, which I'm told librarians do not care for. (laughs) And I tend to purchase Kindle books so I can read in bed with my husband without having the light on. My library has eBooks too, but there's often a waiting list for things I want and I have the patience of a toddler. However, the library is one of two great American institutions next to public parks where we're allowed, even expected to exist without making a purchase of some kind. So I like to just be in the library. I browse the shelves, grab books with cool covers, staff picks, and buzzy books in the too hot to hold section and flip through them. I can preview all the books I want that way. It helps me get a sense of the writing style and content before I commit to something enough to buy it. I rarely check out fiction anymore, but I have found some excellent reads to purchase during my library browsing sessions. I know you can read sample chapters online, but they usually only give you a piece of the first chapter. A library is a magical place where I can sample all I want in peace for as long as I want and then curate my TBR in confidence. I love this. Browsing the library is the tip. Yeah. So it's like using a library Mm -hmm. as a showroom for books (laughs) that you may or may not purchase. Yeah. It's like going to the bookstore, but with no intent to purchase or even rent them. It's test driving books. Check them out. It's taking books out for a test drive. Yeah. I think that's a hot book. I think it's great. And I like being in libraries and I often go in and I'm like, "Ah, I don't have anything to do in here, but I will go in and read or do work occasionally. And like, yeah, that's a good that's a good tip. You can also just wander around just like you would in a bookstore. Yeah, and yeah. see if you like a book and then if you really like it, you go buy it. I love it. Everybody wins. Librarians win, authors win, you win. Yeah. Love win, it. Win win win. Bethany wrote in and said, Dear Brianne Mallory, for those interested in books for young people featuring disabled protagonists, that's on our Reading Glasses Challenge this year, mm-hmm. uh, check out the ALA's Schneider Family Book Award, which honors an author or illustrator for a book that embodies an artistic expression of the disability experience for child and adolescent audiences. I had never heard of this. No, we'll link to it in the show notes. I am currently reading one of the 2023 honor books, Breathe and Count Back by 10 by Natalie Sylvester about a teen girl who has hip dysplasia. Wow. Each year, there are winners and honor books chosen for teens, middle grade, and young children. This award has been given out since 2004, so there are plenty of backlist titles to choose from. Oh, this is great. So if you're a hot book listen, tip. If you're coming in hot on the Reading Glasses Challenge and you're like, I got to finish this thing. I got to do it. This, this is, is a great way to find some. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then Molly wrote in with a wheelhouse, which is literary fiction with elements of spec fic and magical realism, folklore-inspired fantasy with unique twists to the original material, nonfiction that draws from investigative journalism and uses a narrative style, slasher-themed horror that draws from the tradition of the final girl, books where the house is a character, dark academia with themes of power, hubris, ambition, and challenging the status quo, and fantasy and sci-fi with intricate world-building and or complex magic systems. Sounds like a glasser. Yeah. So you can email us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. If you want a list of all the books we talk about on the show delivered to your inbox every month, you can sign up for our newsletter. There's a link in the show notes. Quick bookmark from us as the year is coming to an end. I cannot believe that it is 
almost December's next December's tomorrow. Oh my god! From when this episode? Comes. Okay, all right, good. <laughs> if it was from tomorrow, from where we are right now, I would be crying, wondering where Thanksgiving went. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, maybe you're like, wow, Mallory and Bria have been there for me all year. They've helped me find book recommendations. They've gotten me out of a book slump. You want to get us something for Christmas that benefits you? Go to MaximumFun.org slash join and sign up to support us. Maybe you adore this podcast and you're like, I really wish they had a Patreon or a coffee or one of those websites that allows you to support people that make the stuff that you love. We do. It's called Being on Maximum Fun. Mm -hmm. And if you sign up there and sign up to sport reading glasses for any dollar amount a mm -hmm. month from $5 on, that's where it starts, and email us your proof of membership, we will put you in the reading glasses slack and then you get to participate and all kinds yeah. of fun reading glasses wow. stuff. Wow, they were going wild. We did trivia night. Thank you for everyone who came. That was so fun. Oh my God. We had so many people watching us on Zoom. Yeah, it was uh, wild. Spoiler, we lost. Uh, <laughs> but, but it was- By one. Five, five against us and first people got to 10 and they went before us. So I feel like yeah. it was a little bit stacked against us, but that's okay. I feel like we gave it the college try. And uh, but, but we also had, the hosts were stacked. Yeah, I know. They were really we good. Some they of were the smartest so hosts. Good, but the slack was going wild the whole time. Yeah, and the wild. slack was guessing the answers. There was and a like, thousand slack messages waiting yeah. for me when I so, opened like, that up. So, like, if you are interested in being a part of that community, it is a fun one. Yes, and it really it, it supports us. That's how Bria and I pay our bills, feed our cats, stay alive. You like us being alive, right? We love being alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so go to MaximumFun.org slash join. There is a link in the show notes. Sign up to support us and you get a gift for yourself and a gift for us. We really appreciate it. So before we go through our 2023 holiday gift guide, we're going to take a quick break. Reading Glasses is brought to you in part by Dipsy. Have you heard of Dipsy? They have all types of oral pleasures for you to explore. Oral, like your ears. A-U-R-A-L. Not what you're thinking of. Actually, that's not true. They have that also. Yes, they have it all. Oral and oral. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They are radically inclusive. Dipsy has stories for straight and queer listeners, and 56% of stories are voice acted by people of color. They also have soothing sleep stories, wellness stories, and sexy stories you can read. Y'all know we really like Dipsy. We think that it is fun. We think that it is good for you to be in touch with your body. It's a great way to get you in the mood. It's a great way to fall asleep. People who listen to the show have loved Dipsy, and so if you haven't tried it, I'm gonna say... It's time because guess what? For listeners of this show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash glasses. That's 30 days of full access when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash glasses. Dipsystories.com slash glasses. Glasses. I'm glad you said that because nobody says that. Can I just say thank you to you for such a thoughtful interview? Oh my God, yeah, I think you nailed it. Bullseye, interviews with creators you love and creators you need to know. Listen to the Bullseye podcast only from NPR and Maximum Fun. This week, we're going through our 2023 holiday gift guide. We are announcing our favorite picks for books and bookish items for everyone on your list. 
and maybe even yourself. Yeah. You deserve a little gift. <laughs> Come on. So first off, we're going to go through some books we think will make great holiday presents for both hardcore bookworms and casual readers. Everybody on your list. Bria, what do you think is the first gift book I you I can't recommend? believe we're doing b- gift books because they're so hard. They're hard. Well, that's why we're doing it. To okay. help people. All right. Okay. we know it's hard. That is hard. All right. This is hard, but I tried to pick some oh, really general ones. But okay, pick, this one though. is for the birder in your life, the outdoorsy person in your life who enjoys hiking, that bird lifestyle, you know? Live with that bird They're looking lifestyle. up. They're not looking down. You're pooping on people. <laughs> You're eating seeds. Are you into seeds? It's um, <laughs> Better Living Through Birding, notes from a black man in the natural world by Christian Cooper. Great um, book. Great book. If they're a birder, they may already have this book, but maybe not, you know? But they'll definitely know who he is. But I think it's great for any, like, outdoorsy person. But it's also great for any nerd in your life. He is a self-professed blurred who started— I loved him talk because he got, talks a lot about his, like, nerdiness in yeah, the book. And, and getting it's really and getting fun. his start on uh, in Marvel at uh, writing Marvel comics and like how that was important to him and I think it's just like a really interesting book all about being a birder and the joy of being outside at like five in the morning in the spring of which there's not many joys that involve <laughs> being outside at five a.m. But it might be one that if someone is like into other outdoorsy things but not birding it could be one they could also get into. So I think this is the outdoorsy person in your life that's for them. Who are you gonna gift wreck for? dads. Okay, great. To be fair, we already very recently... Yeah, refer to episodes two episodes ago. Yes. We did a whole episode about fiction for dads, but I'm nominating this title as a non-fiction book for dads. Mm -hmm. Possibly the non-fiction book for dads of the year Mm -hmm. is Arnold Schwarzenegger's (laughs) book. (laughs) I love this book. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger's brand new book. It's called Be Useful. I literally cannot think of a better gift book for your father. This is made for dads. Okay. I just loved it, and I'm not even a dad. It's part life advice, part that we know of. That's... You like a lot of dad stuff. I know. I am very strong. I got called out in the trivia event we did because someone was saying something about jocks and someone in the chat was like, Mallory's a jock. Yeah, and I was so like, true. brutal, but very true. But so be useful. It's his new book and it's part life advice from Arnold, part interesting stories from his life, all dad satisfaction. <laughs> Uh, advice books are not for everybody and all the advice in every advice book is not going to apply to you but there are things in here that are good for a lot of people and he illustrates those points by being like well here's what I did when I was starting as a bodybuilder here's what I did when I was Mallory, the fucking governor for one second I when you said he illustrates I thought the end was going to be he drew pictures <laughs> I would- and I was like he illustrates the book? Can you imagine? <laughs> I would pay so much money for a, a book illustrated by Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's just nothing but beefcakes. He d- illustrates the book. I know okay, he does paint. Okay, 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 sorry. So, yes, so he he, he gives you examples from his life. Yeah. Okay, got it, got and it. And they're it, all it. just like really, you know, he's had a really interesting life. He yeah, is, sure, of course. He's, he's fascinating. He's been like the top of his game and three different careers. Like some of the hardest careers. The next thing he's going to do is be a brain surgeon or something. Oh my God. Imagine. I'd feel so comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna say not me. Anyway, (laughs) the hard copy, like a print copy of this or an audiobook of this would be a great gift for your dad. And it's something that like, you know how dads like to read a little bit before they, and then they fall asleep in their chair in the (laughs) living room. This is the perfect book for that. Perfect book to get a chapter in and then throw your head back and snore through a baseball game. Yeah, sure. Pre-mode. Bad stuff. Okay. All right. What's your next one? Uh, My next one um, technically came out last year. It's not a new book, but it's fine. I 
didn't find out about it till this year. And I feel like that, and I follow this kind of stuff. So I think it's okay. I think people will not have bought it. If this is for the sci-fi fans in your life, the artistic fans, the um, maybe even the writers in your life, because I think it incorporates art and science fiction, which is really interesting. It's the book that I talked about, about Octavia Butler's life called Star Child, a biographical constellation of Octavia Estelle Butler by Ibi Zaboy. It is like art and poetry and a biography all in one. And so if you know someone's a Butler fan, I bet they don't have this book. Or if you know they like sci-fi or they're a sci-fi writer, it is like interesting to go through her life and see what her life was like Mm -hmm. as she like was becoming the person she was going to become Mm -hmm. and write the things she was going to become. And so it's like, for me as a writer, it was really interesting. For me as a sci-fi fan, it was interesting. And also it had poetry in it, which I like poetry, even though I don't write it. But So I think anyone who has an interest has that like weird Venn diagram of like art and science fiction. Mm -hmm. I think this could be the book for them. I think that's a great rack. Cool. What do you have? My next book is my mom's pick. Okay. All the moms out there. Mm-hmm. It's Avika and the Hollywood Wives by Karthana Ramasetti. Uh, I talked about this book earlier in the year, sometime in the spring or summer, I think. And it's very female-centric story that's a little bit thriller, a little bit Hollywood, a little bit motherhood. I haven't read this yet. I really I don't want to read this. I'm about to I add think, this to my list. Yeah, I think, you should, I think you'd like it. It's just like it's got all those things that mob likes, you know? little touch of everything and so it's about this woman she's in her early 20s she is uh trying to be a writer and is working currently working as a bartender and it's just like really frustrated in in her career and she gets wooed by this famous hollywood producer who is many decades older than her Mm -hmm. uh and they end up getting married and then as soon as she gets married she gets an offer from his first ex-wife i think she's like this the fifth or the fourth wife. Oh, goodness. And the first ex-wife says, I will give you, she's speaking to her, to the main character, a million dollars in a single film reel, but only if you divorce him. I will not tell you what's on this film reel until you divorce him. And it is buck wild. It's just like so compelling. And she's such a great character. I really liked it. And I just think it'll make a great pick for moms. Again, because it's got a little bit of motherhood involved. It's a little bit thrillery, but not scary. It's got like Hollywood glamour. Yeah. It's just, it's a great... Great mom smoothie for all things that moms like. Uh, What's your next pick? Okay, it's like less specific. It's for comedy readers, light readers, people who like Sex and the City, generally. It's the new Samantha Irby, Quietly Hostile. I think like hand it to your aunt who likes Sex and the City and be like, hey, she wrote on that show you like. Like, you know, like say that, you know? And she is very funny and you're going to think it's very funny. So anyone who like talks about, she even in this book, she has a chapter on Sex and the City, but it would also open a cool door for them to, like, read someone cool and interesting. So I think this is the, like, aunt who is kind of funny or likes funny stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, all, like, if, you know, if you like Sex and the City, you're funny. You're, you're, it's, a funny <laughs> it's a funny show, yeah. you know? So it's sort of a comedy lover in your life. I keep saying aunt, but it could be an uncle. It could be anyone. But I think Samantha Irby is very, is just, a, it's a good, solid comedy book that came out this year, a comedy memoir essays that I think could be great for anyone. What do you got next? All right. My next pick is so you can look cool in front of some teens. Oh, who doesn't want that? That's like my whole life. It's all we ever want. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's not a YA book, but I think it will be good for teens. It's in that like kind of weird fantasy, romantic 
space mm-hmm. where things aren't technically made for teens, but a lot of teens read them. You know what I mean? Okay. It's a book I really loved. It's called The Foxglove King by Hannah Witten. And man, for the angsty, cool 16-year-old in your life, this book is going to make you look so cool. It's got a love triangle. It's got death magic. It's got a badass female protagonist. It's got a sinister royal court. It's got oh, old no gods. <laughs> you know, this book is just so much fun to read. The sequel is out early next year, so perfect timing after Christmas. It's got, I mean, I'm very biased because... My best friend, Lauren Pinto, did this cover. Right. And, but it's like, the cover is really sexy. Mm. It's like really pretty. It's just like, it's something that a teen would go, ooh, I want to read that. Okay. You know, it's got skulls and crowns and flowers and kissing and I don't know. Teens like all that stuff, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I'm like, I'm sweating. I'm like, please, please <laughs> Do you like don't. it? Do you like it? <laughs> but I, I, I. You re- give it to them and then you stare at them across the room <laughs> with your eyes really big. It's cool, right? If you don't like it, I'll take it back. I will. I mean, it's a great book. What's your next pick? My next one is for food lovers or um, mystery lovers, which this is a good Venn diagram. If you like either, I think you would like this book. And if they like both, that's even better, right? Uh, So it's Vera Wong's Unsolicited Guide to Murderers by Jesse Q. Satanto, an author we both like. This maybe end up on my best of the year. We were just talking about the best of our year before we turn on the mics. Competition is heating up. If this person reads a lot of Agatha Christie, so like your grandmother or somebody like that. (laughs) Tell your grandma. (laughs) uh, An uncle likes mysteries. This is perfect. It all takes place in Vera Wong's tea shop. And it is just a really fun book about kind of a busybody, nosy woman who uh, there's a murder that happens at her shop and she loves it and she's trying to get involved and figure <laughs> and she out loves it. And who did it. Uh, and it's just a really fun book. And I can I think anyone who's reading mysteries would really like it. What is your next one? Uh, my next pick is for the kids in your life or the young readers. It's a book I really love called Wizkit by Tanya J. Scott. It's a graphic novel about, get ready for this, it's a cyclops cat who is apprenticed to a wizard who has to go on a journey to return a talking library book. Wow. Now, when you say a cyclops cat, does it just have one eye in a normal spot or in the middle? In a normal spot. Is it like here or is it just like one of these eyes? It's a one-eyed cat, or is it a? It's a cyclops cat, so it's it's got one one eye in the middle. When you said in a like, when you said where, like, I thought, like, it doesn't have like an eye in its tummy. No, no, no. But it's it's on its head, but it's not like it's not a one-eyed cat. It's not a one-eyed cat. It's a cyclops cat. It's meant to have one eye. Okay. I guess I was going to be like, is it fantasy or it? But obviously, if it's returning a talking book, it's fantasy. And apprenticed to a wizard. Well, then yes. <laughs> who among us have not been apprenticed to a wizard at some point in time? <laughs> but it's like. It's so cute and it's so funny and it's just a delightful book. It came out this year, so I bet the kid in your life hasn't read it yet. I will personally be buying this for some kids in my life for Christmas. And I, it's it's a blast, and I think uh, it's going to be a winner for right. for children. Uh, what's your last pick, Bria? Oh, my God. This is one's for your weird cousin. This is the only one I got specific on. Give them Raw Dog by Jamie Loftus. <laughs> and just be like, it's about hot dogs, about the history of hot dogs. Don't tell them it's also about her breakup and a road trip and the pandemic. It's no. like the history of hot dogs. I can recommend this to any sort of person who is like, I don't know, I like weird stuff, but I don't know what I like. I think this would be a lot of people on on board because you have a relationship with the hot dog. Whether or not you mean to or not, you have a relationship with with the hot dog, the concept of hot dog. Even if you have a relationship with a hot dog. Even if you've never read, I've never read, even if you've never (laughs) eaten the hot dog, you still have a relationship with- For you and the hot dog in your life. Exactly. This is this is for you and your hot dog. It might be your neighbor. It might be your friend. Raw dog. Listen, give it to everyone. Just give it to everyone on your book list. I think it's so funny. Uh, and instead of stockings, just put them in a... 
And you know, you're going to be like, well, I can't give it to a vegetarian. Yes, you can. She actually covers that too. Also, yeah, Bria hasn't, me me, me and Bria haven't eaten meat in literally decades. Sure, certainly. Yeah. All right. What's your last one? My last pick is a catch-all book for all your cool aunts, uncles, foodies, cocktail lovers, etc. This is my version of Raw Dog. It is a brand new book called Juke Joints, Jazz Clubs, and Juice by Tony Tipton Martin. It's a book of cocktails from 200 years of black cocktail. I was wondering when you're going to put a cocktail book in. I always get one in there. It's uh, from 200 years of black cocktail books and black drinking culture, which is so cool. This is the book that I wish existed when I was working on girly drinks. I want this book for Christmas personally, and oh. I bet you're cool. Aunt. I am a cool aunt. Oh, Jeremy. Tell, tell Jeremy. Does he oh, listen to the show? I actually got offered a copy of it because oh. apparently she references girly drinks in it. Oh, that's great. And as I was yes. talking to Lauren saying, I got to buy this book, I got an email that was like, hey, this author wants to send you a copy. Oh, that's and nice. And I was like, oh. That's why you write books, so you can get free ones. Uh, but I, I bet other people who like this stuff in your life will want it, too. It's one of the buzziest and coolest drink books coming out this year. It's really unique, really overdue, and I'm just really psyched about it. So everyone's got some kind of, like, cocktail or foodie person in their life, and this will definitely make them happy. So we're going to go into the second half of this holiday gift guide. But first, if you want to send your thoughts on which books you're giving out for Christmas to Reading Glasses Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to see them. Um, and before we get into the second half, we're going to take a quick break. Reading Glasses is brought to you in part today by Earth Breeze. You know how laundry comes in those giant detergent jugs? These massive jugs. They're heavy. They're messy. You have to put them somewhere. Sometimes they fall. You have to lug them back from the grocery store. And worst of all, 91% of the plastic in those doesn't get recycled. That means that laundry jugs are filling up landfills for centuries to come. And personally, I thought it was a great idea to ditch the jug. And I found the solution in part because of them sponsoring the show. But now I'm a converter. I'm I'm into it. I love Earth Breeze. Okay, here's what it is. You get it in the mail and you're, you think, oh, this is just a little flat like envelope. But you open it up and it has something that looks kind of like a dryer sheet. But then you put it directly into your washing machine and it washes your clothes. So it turns into that what would normally be like that gooey substance that comes out of the jugs, this is way better. It's pre-measured. You tear off the sheet how much you need and you don't have to lift that jug and you don't have to worry about all the ways that you are leaving plastic for generations to come. It's great. It is a little cardboard envelope. That's all it is. You can fit 720 loads of sheets of this stuff in the same space you can fit one 60-load detergent jug. So think about that. It looks great on my shelf. I have it in the little container where I keep like, oh, this is like where the earth breeze is. And like, I have the little things that, you know, I put my clothes to dry, you know, to separate my clothes when I'm drying them. They all go in the same little container and it looks really cute in my laundry room. They're great. They're easy to use and they get your clothes clean and smelling great. There's no reason not to switch. So right now, our listeners can subscribe to earth breeze and save 40%. That's 40% off of EarthBreeze when you subscribe, okay? So go to earthbreeze.com slash glasses to get started. That's earthbreeze.com slash glasses for 40% off. earthbreeze.com slash glasses. 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 
folks, we get it. Keeping up with an actual play podcast in this economy is a tough sell. That's why we have great news for you. The Adventure Zone is changing up its format. We're going to be doing some shorter seasons, more experimental stuff. There's never been a better time to get on board the zone. And if you're sick of listening to our voices, we get that too. So we're including some guests uh, on this upcoming one. We've got Kate Welch and Gabe Hicks, who are incredible. And you want us to try out some new games? You got it. We've got the new Marvel Multiverse RPG. We're using that and with a really brilliant GM doing it. It's dad. What he's saying is it's dad. Dad is doing it. It's dad doing it. You can listen every Thursday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, time for the bookish gift part of our holiday gift guide. These are for the hardcore readers in your life, the people you don't want to buy books for because you think they probably already have them. Some of these are our favorite book tech items that we've tested out in the past year, ones that we think are going to make great gifts. And we have split them up into two sections. First one is stocking stuffers or like small gifts. Maybe you have an office party, something like that. Office party and you work in a library. I don't know. Bria, what's your first stocking stuffer? Mine are the foldable little black cat bookmarks. <gasps> oh, these would make such a great gift. You use my house. You may have seen them because I use them in the morning and I, they kind of like sit on my uh, living room table. They're so cute. They come in these little packs of like three or four maybe? More than that. I were, think six or something. Were they? Okay. You only have, th- we each have three or four oh, because we split we them. we split the pack. Okay. And they're magnetic. So they, they're these little black cats and then you put them on the page and you fold them and they stick to each other. So they're perfect people in your life who read a lot, but you don't want to buy them a book, but you know they love physical books. And for me, I mean, I don't even read that many physical books, but it's nice to have them around when I am reading one. And they're really cute. And I can use them on comics. I found they, yeah. they're great for comics because obviously I'm not going to be marking those pages. Yeah, and, and it's hard to put a bookmark in a comic. Yeah, and these, um, they stick to each other. So they stick, it sticks to, not each other, to, to itself. Yes. So it sticks around the page and you mm-hmm. don't have to worry about losing that spot. I love them. Yeah, we'll definitely link these in the show notes again so you can take a look because I thought those were so cute. Fantastic. What do you got for a stocking stuffer? This will be a very annoying stocking stuffer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is not for a stocking. Yes, it is. It's too heavy. It'll be really funny. You just use two hands when you're <laughs> handing them the stocking. It's the famous book weight. Man, the book weight has become a mythical part of the reading glasses lore. The brand that we like to use, and someone has sent us one recently with no name, is Superior. You say we. I have never used a book weight, Mallory. Yeah, we did. We tested it. Well, out. we tested it, but I don't use one regularly. Yes. This is you. This is on you. I'm not taking. Yeah. I'm not taking part in the book weight <laughs> conversation. <laughs> I'm not, part. <laughs> I'm not involved Look, in I'm this. Not, I'm not anti-book weight, but I'm not team book weight either. Oh, I am. Okay. Team, right, I am right. the captain of team book weight. Because <laughs> the thing is, it's only you 10. You the only member on team book weight. I, do, I don't think that's true. <laughs> Other book weight lovers, rally. Send me an email. Let me know you exist. Oh, so they're $10. So good stocking stuffer price. And, you know, it's, it's they're not, even though they're heavy, they are small. They're the size of a bookmark. And so it's, I think it's perfect to put in a stocking and make it sure that stocking will not move again. I've loved this thing for a while. It's definitely something most readers haven't bought for themselves. So I think it would delight a reader in your life to open up on whatever holiday they are opening presents up on. You know, it's handy for reading while you're eating, while you're knitting, while, you know, whatever you want, whenever you want to hold the book down hands free. I use mine all the fucking time. I love this thing. I keep it on my desk and it's it's cheap and small and I think it'd make a perfect stocking stuffer. What's your next one? 
my next one, I had to look up the name of it. It is one of the other bookmarks we reviewed called the BLBMH Kitsune Cute Metal Bookmark. We'll put a link in the show For women book lovers, cool anime bookmarks. Um, For women book lover, cool (laughs) anime. I think they just like put a lot of, they're like, here's a bunch of things we think might sell this bookmark. But they're like, it's kind of like fantasy bookmarks that are metal um, that we were like, be careful because you could cut yourself. But otherwise, they're really great. So not for toddlers. Like don't give them to any toddler readers. No children under, I would say no children under 10 actually. But for fantasy readers, there's these beautiful metal bookmarks with like this little fox hanging off of them. And they're just like, very intricate and well-designed. And they run about 12 bucks, so it's, like, and you enough. Get, and you can get a display box, too, right? Yeah, I think you can. And they, and they're just special enough to where I feel like if you are a fantasy person and someone gave you this, you'd be like, okay, like, this is cool. They th- they put some thought into it. You when know? 12-year-old me who was wearing elf ears to school oh, yeah. was in school, if someone gave this to me, I would have fucking loved it. And there are different kinds. We looked at the fox one, but there's one that's just, like, these gorgeous, like, flowers like, there's all sorts of kinds, and they're very, they're just super elaborate and pretty. So I think these could be really nice to give someone. But be careful, because it might tear a hole in that stocking. Uh, <laughs> a book weight and a sharp piece of yeah, metal. Yeah, don't do both of those. You Please do not the sit other. on this stocking. Uh, what do you have for your last stocking stuffer? It's my favorite book light. We we actually uh, reviewed this a few years ago, but it still remains in my top slot. Okay. So. I have to recommend it. It's the Dwen Wills Rechargeable USB Book Light. It's so the thing is, it's not like the absolute best book light, but for eight dollars, yeah, and it's the size of your fucking thumb. It is amazing. It is great to travel with, and it charges via USB, so there's no annoying batteries. So like, you can charge it pretty much anywhere. Like if you have a outlet or your or a computer or something near you, it's small enough to stick in a purse or in your pocket if you need a light in your pocket. I don't sure. know. But I just love it. I think I make a great stocking stuffer. And it's the kind of book light that if someone that you're getting presents for already has one, this fulfills, like, a different type of purpose because it's so small and rechargeable that, like, it can be their travel book light or the one they keep next to their bed or, you know. So even if they have one, they are still going to want this one. Also, it's really cute. Yeah. All right, Bria. You ready for some big gifts? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. What's your first one? I'm going to say it. (gasps) What? I'm going to (laughs) say The Anne of Green Gables style leather carrier. Oh my God. Because what is Christmas if not a time to buy something useless, take a bunch of photos with it. Oh my God. You get it. You're like, this is so cool. And then throwing it in a drawer and never looking at it again. That is, listen, we were like, we don't know how useful this thing is, but it would take gorgeous photos. This is the thing where you wrap your book up in this little leather. Get get them a bonnet to go with it. Yeah, yeah. Little leather, like book carrying apparatus and you carry it around on like it's like a leash for your books and you can take all sorts of cute photos of your significant other or your little niece or nephew or something running around with their books I think you should buy it for people I just had a weird sense memory you remember those toys where it was an invisible dog oh yeah and it was just a collar I was like this is peak humor (laughs) (laughs) this is the funniest thing I have ever seen how funny would it be be if you did it but it was invisible books. <laughs> you're like, you're honestly, just, I don't know what the purpose of either of them is, except <laughs> like, isn't that weird? I don't know. It was, Like you're walking your invisible dog and you're holding your stack of invisible books. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me, but it is. <laughs> All right. What's your first big one? Uh, I got to go with it. It's the Imposia hooded reading oh, wow. blankets, okay, AKA okay. the book cape. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are a big gift. They are like a hundred dollars. Um, 
But the bookworm in your life is going to be over the moon about them. I really love mine. I use it all the time in the winter. Plus, there's a ton of different patterns to choose from. And the woman who runs the company, like, releases new patterns all the time. They're so cozy. They are perfect for reading. You will look like a weird wizard. If you want to look at our Instagram, there's a picture of Bria yep. wearing it with the hood up. Looking like a little <laughs> hobbit on her on her way to her hobbit hole. But the thing, they're really great. And it's another one of those things where I don't think the reader in your life, most readers will have either heard of it or will have one. And it's just, again, it's $100. So it's probably, I probably wouldn't have bought one for myself if it wasn't for the show. You know what I mean? Because it's pricey. Right. $100 blanket is pricey. Although I will say, blankets are expensive. They're expensive. A good blanket. And also... You use them a lot. Like, if yes. it's one you use, like, you use them all the time, like, every day. So, I don't know. It kind of seems worth the money to invest in a good one. Yes. My cats love it. It's really, it has, like, a pattern of a moon. Mine has the moon with, like, books around it on one side. And the side with the pattern on it is kind of smooth. So, crumbs won't get gotten us, <laughs> which is nice. And the other side is, like, Sherpa-y, fuzzy. Oh, yeah. And it's, my cats fucking love it. I love sure, it. Sure, I just think this is a, this is a big spendy gift, but... I think it's worth it. Like if you are getting it for, this would be great for a teen to, uh, you're looking for, if you have a lot of money, and you're looking to buy something for like, imagine getting this in like the Fox Glove King in a package. Oh yeah. Lovely. Oh, that is a good package. I like That'd that. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your next one? Technically we reviewed this one last year, but I just, I feel like we didn't shout it out enough because we really liked it. It's, it's so funny you brought this up because I, last night I was in bed thinking about how we we're going to record this episode today. And I was like, man, I should have put this on the fucking Oh, thing. okay. It's the ultimate reader challenge, which is this like, it's a giant book like thing <laughs> and you open it up and it has a reader challenge on the inside and it has like, oh, you should, whatever it is. And then when you do it, you get, to, you open up like a little envelope or a little box or something. You get a prize. And it's just so cute. I think it'd be perfect for the teen in your life, maybe the non-teen in your life. Like anyone who <laughs> reads a lot. That's everybody. That is everyone. <laughs> teen. Teen and non-teen. And Those non-teen. are the two categories of people. <laughs> we just thought this was so cute when we, yeah. and like, and I think we were like hesitant to like, we were like, will we like this? And it was so cool. It was so good. And, and like, just like the perfect thing. I think it's a great gift for anyone who reads a lot who is joy loving I think it's like it like it like it, no depressed motherfuckers unless it's joy because it's like oh I get to open this up and I got a little pencil you know like if that is fun for you someone you know I think it would be really fun to and there's no date on it which is yeah. really nice so there's not a lot of pressure it's just like whenever you get to these challenges it's like read a translated book you know mm-hmm. like it's not like you have to do this in a year or we're going to find you and take it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's very, very low-key, so it's not like... It, it doesn't feel like you're... If you were giving this to someone, it would not be like you're handing homework to them. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, What's your last one? The last the one... The last biggie. It, the last big one is the book cart. I love my book cart. I am so glad I have one. And you can get them at Target for between, like, 30 and $60, depending on the size and the color. And, man... I, I literally, this thing, I don't know where, where I would be without this thing. I, Adrift you, you on the sea. You do love it. You love it. I, I keep all my, I have a very strictly organized TBR and I keep it on there and it's so cute and it's fun. It's just really useful. You know, it's great for, again, I use mine for my TBR, but you could use it for anything. You can just put whatever books you want in there. It's definitely been one of the best additions to my bookshelves. Like pulling out all the books that are in my immediate TBR has been a game changer for my reading life. And again, fucking cute as hell. I don't know what else you need. The, you know, the I have the aqua one. They come in a lot of cute colors. They're very easy to put together, which is nice. Just 
beware. You got to check the dimensions because they come in a bunch of different sizes. And I accidentally bought Jeremy a really small one because <laughs> I, I bought it my holds one book. <laughs> it's like, no, it's for it's for, it's like for a dollhouse. <laughs> no, no, oh, that would be so, <laughs> be so funny. But I, I felt really bad because I had been singing the praises of mine and for months. And I finally convinced him because I was like, I'll buy you one. I'll buy you one if you want. You want me to buy you one? And finally I bought it for him and he picked it out and he got like the army green one, but it was a different brand and we didn't check the dimensions. So when he gave, we got, he got it, it was like a third smaller than mine. And he was like, uh. he bought me the small one. And I was like, I didn't mean to. He was like, what am I supposed to do with this? I was like, put books in there. He's like, what? 10 books. Oh no. I feel bad. 10 books is a lot of books though. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Mallory, I just want to tell you, I was, I Googled the ultimate reading challenge just to be like, I don't know, how, how is it doing? Is it available? And they have released something called the ultimate romance reading challenge. Whoa. And it also has challenges called, it's like enemies, to read and enemies <gasps> to lovers. Read uh, a romance novel published in the la- in the year you were conceived. Conceived? Um, well, it is the romance challenge. I guess so. Speaking and then of, you also just- get little prizes. I just want to shout out all the people who emailed us about my D-plot joke because... Oh, they loved it? Oh, thank you, folks. That really, really did it for me. Oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm glad. We should, you should put this on our, our uh, Amazon list. I want to look at this thing. Okay. That's a great idea. If none of these are, are seeming like good gifts for you, just listen to other episodes we've done this year. Almost all the book tech we reviewed this year could be a great book gift for someone in your life. The book bow, the book bean. Even if you got someone like reading socks or a cozy blanket you know just something to use while reading tea is always great candles great we love a libro fm subscription if you click the link in the show notes we are libro fm affiliates and you can buy someone a one month subscription a three month subscription we love that and it love an independent book company Mm -hmm. there's lots of great stuff so when you know someone's a reader it can be really stressful to buy them a gift especially if they're really into books i know nobody in my life buys me books because why would you bother I have so many books and I know people like when I was a kid, especially when I was a teen, my family really got stressed out trying to think of what to get for me. But just sure. Think of stuff that you like when you're reading cozy things, warm things, delicious things. <laughs> Maybe you can get them some chopsticks to eat Cheetos with while they're reading a snack cup to pour snacks in. Just think about what you like when you read. And what would you, what you would like someone to give give for them? Uh, well, we hope that these gift ideas either um, give you exactly what you want or spark an idea for you. Good luck shopping for readers this holiday season. As always, we want to thank the wonderful mods who run our Facebook group. And remember, a hot, hot reading glasses holiday gift guide is in our Void March store. What better gift to get the glasser in your life than a library user or a book slut t-shirt, <laughs> sweatshirt? There's all kinds of fun stuff in there. If you have a glasser in your life... What better gift? What better gift? All kinds of fun stuff in there. And the best thing is if you buy a Reading Glasses sweatshirt from the Void Merch store, you are ticking someone off your Christmas list and you are helping Maria and I feed our cats. Everybody wins. Beautiful idea. Link in the show notes for that. And if you want to get us a little present for working hard all year, you can rate and review us on the podcast listening app of your choice. It's totally free for you. It'll take you 30 seconds in the mobile app. And again, be a little present for us. We've been good all year too. You can email us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at Reading G Podcast, on Instagram at Reading Glasses Podcast. Thanks for listening and thanks, thanks for, for reading. reading. Maximum Fun. A worker-owned network of artist-owned shows. Supported directly by you.